So if you guys can't see, we are sitting opposite, opposite this time but because we were last time too. Well, yeah, but that's because we had a guest, so it feels different. But now when we're like our normal setup and we're sitting differently, it's kind of just weird. But it's because I need the heater. Yeah, she's she's super cold and she has this heater by her feet if you, you can't see it. So, but yeah. So anyways, guys, welcome to season three <laughs> of the I Know Right podcast. Yes. Right. And sorry about the energy. Episode one. What the heck? But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the heck? Oh, no, no, now Susie's acting brand new right now. No, it's, I mean, it's all I, retrograde right now. I can make it better. Like, I just need a topic. <laughs> Don't fake it. Don't uh, fake it. You know what? Let's show the people the, the real, real you. Yeah, let's go. Come on. Show them the, the, the non energetic. Our the, 17 listeners, okay, <laughs> know the real me. Okay, they know I have a nice dance between anxiety and depression uh-huh. all the time. Mercury and retrograde started. Okay. That my problems extend not from this particular Mercury in retrograde, but probably a Mercury in retrograde in like the year 2013. And I've been dealing with that since then because a lot of stuff happened that year. I'm not going to say what, but ever since then, my life's not been the same for the mm-hmm. good and the bad. Right. Well, you got to so. take it as it comes, right? Good and bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. I was having a discussion with Susie, and I was just like, man, you can't blame retrograde on what's going on. Like my personal problems? Yeah. I think I can. Don't you, won't, don't you rather be like, this is out of my control right now? No, no, there's certain things that are out of my control and certain things that are in my like control. Like I can't control how people speak to me. Exactly. Right. right. Like, so then so you control your reaction to them. Correct. Which is so, always sad, depressed, no, kill myself at mentality. But no, at the moment, it's not that. At the moment, I'm just quiet. I don't give people the satisfaction of like being upset. Right. Um, <clears throat> whatever, it's fine. I was in a cold. Was <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Like, whatever, it's fine. I'm, o- I'm over it. Um, COVID over here is still. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry, guys. My fucking lungs are destroyed. We just had one. They had a really rough workout. Yeah, we today. had a rough workout, and um, I haven't worked out in like a two weeks. And George was sick. And I was sick. I had George COVID again. Yeah. I, again. We talked about it last time. I think. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I had COVID again. So, uh, but you know what? I, I was reading up somewhere you can't have COVID twice. Yes, but you I, can. But I was like, maybe it's a different strain. Yeah, if it's a different strain. Because yeah, because yeah, I didn't get I didn't get the joint pain this time i didn't get like the fever i didn't so get none of that different. so it was a little different so i thought yeah, it was yeah, probably a different strain so yes, you can, for sure. um but i did get the no no tasting again that's cool and that, i got those no smelling because supposedly with the uh, omarion <laughs> that doesn't affect your taste and, and smell i guess but i guess maybe you're not even on omarion yet yeah maybe i'm something else maybe Dang. i'm regular covid and then i got the what the delta mm-hmm. and now i'm gonna get fucking omarion, omarion and shit and okay. then they got all these other ones fucking coming they, out. they got like what is it the the Delta Cron? Uh, they got the fucking Fluorona. <laughs> yeah, like what the fuck, dude? Like it's crazy. It's crazy. <clears throat> yeah, but um. But he's he's better. But yeah, I feel better. So I have this that cough right now, you know, because of the hard workout and I haven't worked out in a long time. So, um, yeah, we're, I'm getting that out of my system. So sorry about that, guys. If I coughing in your ear, um, but yeah. Mhm. So what's up? So, 
What's wait, wait, up? wait. Before we get into that, okay. I want to say, how do you feel? Say season three, our third year in, for episode one. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, what, what are you, what I'm, are you feeling? I, well, number one, incredulous that it's been that long. Yeah, that's a big word. I don't even know what the fuck. It is. <laughs> that's like, a big I, word. Like, I can't believe it. Like, I can't <laughs> believe it's been this long that we've been podcasting together. Um, because we started at the begin, right at the beginning of 2020, before everything happened. Right. And I can't like to me, even though, like we know it's been a long time. Yeah. Like really think back to that. It seems like yesterday. Yeah, it, it feels it, like it, we just talked about like, hey, should we start this or like, what's gonna be the basis of or? Yeah, it seemed like a. It seems like honestly, it was just a couple months ago. Yeah. Like it we did. like we had to ask Ange and be like, <laughs> hey, like, do you mind if we record here? Right, right, you right. Know, like all that stuff. And, like, so much stuff has obviously changed, but it still feels like it was yesterday because we're in this pandemic life still. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's hard for us to really tell time. <laughs> right? Yeah, it is. It's super hard. Like, uh, yeah, it's like I was reading a meme the other day and it said, like, 2022 is, like, when the when you're sick and you're congested from one nostril and it just moves <laughs> to the next nostril. <laughs> So it's like the same but different. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how true. it feels. Like it's just like. Oh my gosh, that hasn't happened to me. Once, so I'm not gonna think about that. I hate that. When you're like, I'm getting better, and then it's like, oh no. And then when you're leaning to the side and just kind of like. Zzz. And then like you have to like. Yes. Right. Yeah. So yes. like the like, stop. Right. Right. Know, like, right. Like, um, but yeah. So funny. I and it's because I mean there's a lot of things happening now you know there's not shutdowns but they're like the vaccination now you know the the cards going on the the mandates and stuff you know um a lot of my gyms are going back into mask mode you know yeah so two of them two of my gyms in the city they went back to mask mode so it's uh it's kind of like weird again you know it's like when they said 2022 you know it's like saying again you know so I keep thinking, like, we're already in February. I mean, we're not. It's January, what, 17th today. Right. But to me, it already feels like I think that I just want to, like, fast forward. Yeah, you're skipping ahead a lot. Right? In your life, you're skipping ahead a lot already, so. And I usually am not like that. Mm -hmm. I'm usually the type of person, as I just mentioned, like, two minutes ago, I look back. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that was this, that was that, 2013, right? <laughs> like, I'm that type of person that looks back a lot, which I don't like to, but that is what i do and i feel that lately i'm like ooh, february like i re- i'm already there once it's february then it'll be march spring like i'm already trying so hard to just kind of leap um and that's kind of is that bu- is that the the uh the business owner in you now or is it do you think it's kind of like how you are now you know what that's a good question i'm gonna say it's both um because <clears throat> Last year, it was kind of hard to plan out for the year because we still were very unsure on all this stuff. Like the vaccine was just going to come out. We like we didn't know anything. Well, I think it was like your it was your first legit full year, year, like of a real year. And I was still dealing. I I was still very um, or the old owners were still very much attached in <clears throat> name and all that. So I think that that's why um, maybe this year I've already planned pretty much until June, and so maybe that that's what's propelling me forward. But also, I feel that in my personal life, it's the same. Okay. Like when I make plans with Presley or when I talk to him, it's always like, what about this? What about that? Tomorrow, next week, next right. month. Like I'm already. <laughs> so it kind of like trickles that. over. It trickles over, yeah. Okay. It does trickle over. Because I'm like, before you know it, it's March. Before you know it, it's April. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, yeah, I have found myself doing that a lot. So. Do you like that or do you not like that? 
or do you? I think that it is a defense mechanism mm-hmm. um, because I'm, you know, I'm candid because I'm not very happy right now mm-hmm. in present time. So I was even unhappier in the past, like in the in the recent <clears throat> past. Right. So maybe like automatically <laughs> my brain is like, OK, let's this is not working. Let's go forward now. OK. So I think that that's what's happening. Um, yeah. OK. It's funny. I laugh because I, I'm thinking like, like, OK, let's see. Think back now. When as, as much as we've known each other, is there a moment that I've known you happy? I've had happy times. Yes. I'm going to say that like uh, from the time I got the gym. Or because that was like the most recent past till about this time last year, I was happy. So okay. from like May to January, I was pretty happy. Okay. okay. Well, maybe even February. Okay. Yeah. I, I was very happy and I was very happy with myself. I was feeling good in my personality. I was feeling good in my growth. I was doing the stuff that made me happy. Um, and I'm going to I'm going to talk a little bit about this because it's something that I've discovered along with my journey because I feel like. George has his own, a lot of people in this gym, like, it's something we promote, like, growth, so, but, like, yep. I never shy away from the fact that, like, I have to really work hard on certain things because my personality and my body <coughs> tends to be more in the anxious, depressive realm, right? It's hard for me to be, like, sunny side up and uh, glass half full type person. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I also felt like during that time when I was happy, it's because I was like, you know, nothing's my problem. It's their problem how, you know, anybody that does that to me, that they have an issue. It's not my issue. Um, me, like, working on myself has nothing to do with my family. I can just block them with my boundaries. And, and in the end, like, I've done a lot of work on the last, maybe the last six months or so, and it there was a big shift within the last few years. There's like gurus here. There's life coaches there. There's the holistic psychologist and blah, 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 blah. And I feel that there's a big problem in this very specified realm of self-help, which is toxic positivity, hmm. where it's like, oh, everything's just positive. But the thing is, it's like we do exist mm-hmm. in a world with people. We do exist in a world where we have families. And um, so I actually unfollowed the holistic psychologist maybe like four months ago. Wow. Four or five months ago, I've unfollowed her. Um, And I have found her problematic in specific areas where where people call her out. And she then chooses to not answer because she's like, no, you guys have a problem. That's not my problem. But at the end of the day, if you're well, like how many followers the shit, like 13 million, something like that, like. If you have a following, not that you're responsible, but there are going to be questions raised by people who follow you that may have difference of opinion on you on lots of things, right? And, Mm -hmm. like, for example, when the whole, you know, George Floyd and all that stuff, she didn't have anything to say about it. And she still hasn't really said anything about it. And when it comes to, like, issues that way or that have to do with social justice, she really doesn't have much to say and it reminds me of someone else who whenever I try, because if you guys have been watching or, or know me in person, you guys know I'm about social justice. And I'm always talking about like racial equality or anti-colorism or anti-racism, et cetera. And um, 
people that pretend it doesn't exist are white. And it exists. Like, Wait, did you say are white? Are white. Okay, okay. And it exists. It exists 100%. Like, we see the dead people. We see the people that are getting harmed. We see the people that are not um, able to, you know, get fair trials or jobs or, you know, whatever. We, we know that it's real. And so, for me, that was really problematic. And I didn't unfollow her then. And then as time went on, like, sh I, I've seen that within these people the toxic positivity where it's like just freaking you know imagine that you're a millionaire and if like you don't, don't become a millionaire it's because there's something wrong in your thinking well that's not how life works you know what i mean like that that's not no matter how much you try to manifest stuff mm -hmm. at the end of the day that's not how the universe and life works um so yeah there's there's uh there's a term for it, and I didn't, I didn't coin it, but it's called toxic positivity. And so, yeah, I've unfollowed a lot of these people. Like, even my former life coach, I've unfollowed her as well. Um, because at the end of the day, when I am going through something like this, it's no longer like, oh, you have a depression. Oh, um, you have this, which are clinical things. It's like, no, you um, are choosing to think thoughts that make you unhappy, which at, on some aspect it's true, but at the same time it's like they don't have the knowledge on knowing how colonialism affects a person, how, and I've talked about <coughs> it before too, how when I would go visit my grandparents in Mexico, it was very traumatizing to leave them because they knew like at some point when I go and return to return here, I'm never going to see them again. And that like, that type of trauma is something that people without roots anywhere else or without a different culture who just grew up here where it's a very individualistic culture can't understand. And so, um, yeah, that's been a little bit of my journey the past year or so is I'm following her and kind of just like refinding my way. I'm still all about the universe. I'm still about, I mean, obviously Mercury and retrograde. That's what we've been talking about today. <laughs> I still believe in the universal laws and the laws of attraction and the laws of, you know, like likeness and all that stuff um, because they're real. But at the same time, there are other factors in here that those specific creators or gurus or et cetera, like, it, it really turns me off when they say stuff like that because it's like, no, this is your positive thinking where you're just like, I don't see colors and I don't see racism, but it exists, you know, so. Why do you think they do stuff like that? Like, why do you think they, because they don't want to maybe ruin their following or, or because, I mean, <clears throat> it would just make them more real, you know? It would make them just. Yeah. Um, I think that they just, are serving to a specific audience. Yeah, right. Okay. And I think that that specific audience, for the most part, is not of color. And if they haven't had that experience, they don't think it's true. Right. Right? Like, yeah. um, did, you, did you hear about that? I don't remember her name because I could care less about this creator, but she became famous for, like, a lifestyle brand. And... um she like last year at some point talked about her maid as the woman that cleans her toilets do you do you remember hearing about oh, that i think no? i did hear that yeah 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 and like people were really offended by that 
because she had obviously people that were of color that followed her and obviously her mates of color. And so she was just like, no, like, I just don't see color. And she is the person that cleans my. And it was just like so tone deaf Mm -hmm. that I'm like, okay, like, here's another example of someone with privilege who doesn't see that what they're doing is wrong. And they can just base it off the fact like, oh, I don't see color personally. Then why say it that way? Mm -hmm. You know, like, why pretend like she was like, I work hard, but like everyone works hard for what they have. So. Let's not fool ourselves into thinking that you worked extra hard and that's why you've become a millionaire when you have no prior history or teachings or or education on becoming some sort of lifestyle or life coach person. So, yeah, it's been a lot of little things like that that have turned me off from that whole space. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's a very interesting term. You said toxic positivity. So, like, would you say that so those people are like, they're just trying to be like happy-go-lucky people. So what you're trying to say is that you're just more in tune with your emotions. So what a lot of people do is where they f- they kind of fake it, right? They mm-hmm. come and they don't they don't um, talk about their their feeling bad. And I, honestly, like I told, like I was telling you, was like like dude, you're always depressed. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I think and I, I, yeah, <clears throat> I have a I have an issue though. I'm an overshare. We've talked about this before, yeah. and I think that if I wasn't People would, but I'm, I'm so comfortable that I'll be like, no, like, Dude, I, but you know what I, I hate life. And I may not really feel that specific sentence, but it's basically me trying to tell you guys, like, I'm down, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I'm just so comfortable that people are probably like, yeah, like, this girl's freaking always sad. You know? But you know what? The, the, <laughs> the, okay. So when you think about it though, it's a nice, it's a, it's a breath of fresh air because a lot of people aren't like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people aren't, or they keep it inside. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're, and you are vocally and physically showing that you are not well. Yes. And I think a lot of people are kind of just like, no, I'm fine. Blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm yeah. this, you know? And then I think like, or they do drugs or they, yeah. Or they do something that, that, that kind of hides it behind, you know? Yeah. And I think that that's, um, I think that's a nice, like, now that I think about it, because you brought up the toxic positivity, because there are people like that. There's people like, like, oh, rainbows and sunshines. And no, like, there's bad things that happen out there. And yeah, it is bad. And it is how you said, like, you know, there's certain things we we can't control. sometimes, sometimes, Sometimes we do control things. But it's okay to feel that like that. And I think that that's something that, I don't think there has to be a balance though. Well, yeah, there has to be a balance, but I feel like a lot of people around you don't understand that because we are so used to being like, ah, fuck, I feel depressed, but I'm going to keep it inside me and kind of just act like my normal self. Yeah. You know what though? It's so funny because people might think like my mom taught us to be, my mom was so very much like always so stern. It was very rare that she would tell you like, Oh, like, I'm depressed. Like, I never heard her say that. Like, I'm sad or like nothing. Like, she Mm. just she just did what she had to do. Mm -hmm. And I sometimes think that, like, as a daughter of an immigrant, like that they held in their feelings so much that it's kind of like when the levy breaks on something that it's like the children that now are the ones because my sisters and my brother, like, we're very like. Oh, man, like, that freaking sucks. Like, I'm going to be upset all week. Like, we are very vocal about that stuff. Right. But, like, my mom's my mom's not. 
mm-hmm. you know like my mom might just be quiet or if she's in a bad mood like she'll show you that but as far as like worry or sadness or something like she won't show it but like feel that that those feelings are held in so much that for us as the kids that were like oh no like i have to let this out because i don't know i don't know if it's like the continuation of her work or if it's because we saw her do the opposite or i don't know i don't know so let me ask you since you um so for for instance like some some of myself if i'm feeling depressed i kind of just ignore it i kind of just whatever move on with my life until it gets over with right Mm -hmm. so but you opening the door towards that sadness (laughs) or depression or something like that like Uh does that like does that make it better no does it bring it up more often does it come out more often now or like does it like you know what i mean like it doesn't like open the floodgates for that you know like you know like Mm -hmm. well i will say that um so also i was talking about my mom but like i'm also mom yes you know what i mean so with there's um i feel like i have a lot of finished sadness or sadness that I never presented because I also had to be in the like fight you know like I had to raise kids and I had to work and mm-hmm. I had to figure out like how I was going to get to work because I didn't have a car because I was too broke and how I was going to do this and, th- and I think that that's how my mom was and so that's what I was repeating and now when I may get sad or depressed about something totally irrelevant and I'm just like oh man like I'm gonna like I have to feel my feelings Sometimes I'm so sad, I don't even know what it is. And then it'll be like, it could be weeks later or months later, I'll be like, ah, oh, like, I'm I'm still dealing with this old stuff okay. that I didn't deal with back in freaking 2000. You know what Dang. I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm now dealing with like, man, like, yeah, that was a messed up time. Like, I'm dealing with that, you know? And so then it, it, it's good and sad at the same time, but it gives me clarity. Like, oh, yeah, like, I never dealt with that. Right. I'm not just a super freaking depressed person. <laughs> like I have all these emotions in here still. Right. Um, yeah. So it's it can be surprising, but it does suck. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like sometimes I feel like I'm never gonna get better. Right. I have this new thing where I'm itching my face, and it is a psychosomatic symptom. There's nothing itchy. But I'm scratching at my face. Dude, that's crazy. Because I heard like those drug people, they would feel yeah. their face. <laughs> so when I first presented anxiety, it's why I was 12. And it was because I was pulling out my hair. Mm-hmm. And so that's called trichotillomania, okay? What but, the fuck? Yeah, so I have trichotillomania. <clears throat> and you've missed a lot of conversations about my, my, my things at the 5.15 a.m. class. Mm. It's been coming out a lot. Um... But, like, this is a new thing. And I was really upset by it. I was so upset by it. I, Every time I would go to Presley's, that's where I itch. Okay? And he kind of got a little upset. He's like, you only itch here, you know? And I was like, I know. I, I really thought, like, he might have, like, those little, like, fruit flies. Or, like, I, I just didn't know until I realized, like, oh, like, this is my depression. There's nothing wrong here. Like, I don't have actual bites of anything. I'm just literally itchy. And so he was like, but I thought you felt, like, safe here. And I think that the fact that I do, and at his place is the only time I'm not like, I got to text this person, and I cannot call here. I'm kind of really trying to be present with him. Mm. And I think that because I'm not 
like busy body, busy body, that then my Your brain body. has to be like, okay, let's deal with this somehow. You're not yeah. dealing with it. Because if I'm at work, even though I'm telling you guys, like, I'm freaking sad. I'm still busy. I still have to send emails. I have to look at payroll. I have, you know what I mean? Like, I have to do all that stuff. And then when I get to him, then I'm like, okay, let me now relax. But really, my brain's like, no, you didn't deal with anything yet. You stayed too busy. You talked about being upset, but you didn't really deal with it. Yeah. And so now I'm itching my face. And so, like, I just yesterday, I was, like, very upset. I'm like, I'm never going to get better. I was like, I'm never going to get better. Like, now I have a new thing. Like, I'm 38. Mm-hmm. Like, now I have a new symptom that goes along with my mental health. But then it's like, okay, like, it's my new journey. I'm not pulling out my hair. So it's like it's shifted to something else. And so now I just have to kind of, like, see where this takes me. Like, this, I don't want to call it self-help or, you know, self-discovery. But this is literally the biggest project is me. Mm-hmm. And even though I joke around a lot and all that stuff, like I plan to be here for a long time. And while I want to say like next year, I'll have it all together and I'm going to know me. I I'll probably never be done. Yeah. But do you, so <clears throat> do you see like an end point or do you I just mean, keep on working on yourself? I want to be end point. Every time I've reached an end point and I feel good, it's like a new thing pops up. Mm-hmm. And so really, guys, I know George said, like, he kind of, like, forgets. Like, feel your motherfucking feelings. <laughs> like, feel your feelings because that's the only way to freaking get through it. Unfortunately for me, I have a lot of feelings. <laughs> and I didn't feel a lot of them for a long time. And now they just, like, come out at the most random annoying times okay so how would you how would you go about that you're telling somebody feel your feelings but and so i'm learning this little by little because i have a daughter right and i have well now i have two daughters right so but um mm-hmm. but what i'm learning is so there's this guy on tiktok he said he he, he, he did something like this mm-hmm. but um it was more about fear um and uh it was how we like kind of like what is it like dismiss uh, children's fear? Like, oh, there's nothing to be fear yes. fearful for. There's nothing. Go into the dark, you know, go, go close the door. Let me close the door. Um, don't be scared. You can do it. Don't you know what I mean? So when you tell them don't be scared, you're you're dismissing their their emotion. You're their telling feeling. them don't feel right. Don't feel don't feel that. And uh, so that's when I was like, what the fuck? You know, so yeah, and Mexican parents do that. Exactly. So and yeah. That's what I'm trying to say is like, so my mom would be like, don't cry. Exactly. So I think that that's why I cry so much now. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So how do you, so so how do you, so how would you tell somebody like myself? So okay, obviously I'm learning and I'm putting the, in the work or like I'm 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 like telling Dalio it's okay. Why are you scared? What's going on? You know, tell us. You know, he's like, there's, 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 there's not, I'm not telling you there's nothing to be scared of, but like, how, what are you feeling? Blah blah blah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, how do you tell somebody like myself or so or, or or how do you feel the feelings? Yeah, like how like when you're telling me when you say feel your feelings when I'm just thinking like what the fuck does that even mean? Yeah, that's tough. Like what the fuck does that even mean? Like okay, I feel sad, I'm feeling it, but what the fuck does that mean? You know what I mean? Like does that mean yeah, loathing or does that mean like sit in it? Does that mean yeah, you know it what means I mean? Sit in it. Uh, sometimes I don't even really know what that means. Do you know what I mean? Like it's. Like, feel your feelings. Yeah, it sounds so simple, but at the same time, if you've never been allowed to, you don't really know. So let's say, for example, some something silly, right? Like, let's, you know, because you really have to think OBR is 
adult kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're, we're in your big child. kids, yeah. you know. So let's just say something like, for example, I wasn't included in something. I always like to say because I really think that I feel this that if you don't invite me to something or if you don't like include me in some sort of like book club, you know, something that it doesn't bother me, right? But maybe a few like that happened to me recently, and it did bother me, and I was like trying to avoid it, like no, like I don't care. Like, that's on them. Like, I don't even want to go, right? <laughs> like, it's something so dumb. And then I'm like, okay, no, but why am I upset? Why am I thinking about it? Why am I even reacting? I wasn't telling anything, anyone about it. It was, like, in, in my internal self. Yeah. I'm like, why am I even reacting to it? And then one day, um, a couple of days after, I just literally started crying. And Presley was like, what's wrong? I'm like, I honestly don't <laughs> I could just, uh, poor Prezi, I could just picture like, Prezi's what the fuck? Asking, like, poor Prezi, dude, I could just feel like, uh, but he was like, why are you crying? And I'm like, I honestly don't know. I'm like, just let me cry for a minute. Like, like, like I felt like I can like think it, you know, like what is it? And so I was crying for honestly, like probably like a couple of hours, you know? And then he came, he's like, do you think you can talk about it? And I kind of just, like, explained what had happened. I'm like, hey, like, this thing happened and I wasn't included. I'm like, and I feel silly for being upset about it, but I am upset about it. Yeah. And it kind of makes me feel like these people don't care about me or, like, I'm not that important. Um, I'm getting a little emotional about it. Oh. I am. And it was kind of, like, just a sad thing, like, like a little kid would. Yeah, yeah, like if for they sure. Don't get invited, you know. And yeah. I was like, and I think, and it was like something pertaining to like a wedding. Yeah. And I was like, and it's kind of sad because it makes me feel like maybe I'll never have that moment, um, because it was um, it was like a like a wedding dress thing. Uh huh. And. At the same time, like, the people that went, I really don't care. But what it brought up was, like, they had this really nice moment, like, best friends watching a friend try on dresses. Yeah. And, like, I don't have a best friend. Like, she's not here. And so I'm never going to have that moment. And it, it, like, took, like, literally four days and, like, two hours of me crying like this for me to be like, that's what it was. It wasn't that they didn't invite me. It was like that they were going to have this moment. I'm never going to have it. Like, even if I meet someone today and they become, like, my new best friend, like, my real best friend's not here. Yeah. You know? And that's what it was. And not all of us have, like, two hours to cry. You know what I mean? But, like, you really have to think and talk about it. Like, crying is the way that I digested it and was able to be like, ah, that's what it was. But... At that moment, I'm like, why is this bothering me? I don't care about, like, and I really don't. Yeah. But it was the fact that, like, I'm not going to have that. Yeah. And it wasn't the fact that I wasn't included. It was the fact that I'm just not going to have that moment. Um, and so that's the part that made me upset. And once I said it out loud, like, I stopped crying. I didn't feel those feelings of, like, saltiness or, like, even like jealousy, I guess, when I would like hear about it from those people or mm-hmm. like see pictures or whatever. Like I didn't feel those like ill feelings. And and I think that that was one of the first times where I was like, I felt my feelings, you know, because otherwise I could just been like, man, I'm not jealous of them. 
Like, who cares about those people? Like, I didn't even want to go anyway. Like, that dress is ugly. Like, so many things that you say. Right, right. But it was really <clears throat> something totally different, you know, because at the end of the day, like, we go through stuff all the time, and we have to get up and go to work, and we have to be parents, and we have to be sons, and we have to be daughters. And, and so you can just kind of, like, keep going through the motions and not realize, like, hey, that really that really affected me. Like, I don't have a best friend. She's gone. Like, she committed suicide. You know what I mean? Like, she chose to not be here. And I have to think about, like, hey, like, my, I have a flat tire right now. My friend Paul would have, like, been like, all right, where are you at? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't have those people. So when these little things come up, that's when I'm like, I freaking hate life. You know, like, that's, I'm very dramatic with it. But that's really the issue. You know, like, I have to realize, like, why is this bothering me? Why is a simple flat tire bothering me? Oh, Paul's not here to help me. Mm-hmm. Like, he would have he would have done that. He was a really good friend, you know. Why did this bother me? Why is it bothering me that, like, you know, um, these girls went on a girl's trip to Puerto Rico? Because I, I can't do that, you know. So it's it's there's always a reason behind it, you know, and you don't really know what it is until you actually have to be like, okay, like, why is this bothering me? And then be like, feel it in here, and it'll come out. It may not be like right away, but it'll come out like, ah, my mom left me. She forgot about me and didn't pick me up from school till like 7. That's why I hate when people are late. You, you don't know. Right, right. You know, like, you have to really feel it out. Yeah. That's what it is, basically. Right, and then when the way you said it is like, we we're so busy in our regular lives that it blocks that opportunity of being able to find out where it came from. Yeah. So my question, so <clears throat> do you get better at that? I think so. Like, I think lately I have gotten better. And I think that honestly, this relationship with Presley, I don't know if it's the relationship itself or that I'm older or that I had already started doing work prior to him. But it does teach me a lot. You know what I mean? Because I have seen, like, things that would have before been like, man, forget Preston. Like, you know, like, to, to, for me to be like, okay, like, him doing something so simple, like, why does that bother me? Yeah. What is it? It's not him. And this is where it, the toxic positivity people get it wrong. It's like, oh, you're reacting to how they're doing it. It's your issue. Like, yes, it is. But, like, there's something behind it. Right. Right. So that that's the point that they miss. So here it's like, okay, like, what is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, you know, he, and it, honestly, a lot of the issues is the fact that I don't have that core group of friends. They've all kind of unfortunately passed away or been gone or, or, or whatever. Um, or it's also a thing where it's like, he has such a loving family. And to me, it's like, oh, like, you know, like, okay, I guess, like, hang out with your family. Like, I don't have that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and, and it's a little bit, like, a little bit of a, you know, kind of a growing pain every mm-hmm. time. Because it's mm-hmm. like, this is bothering me. But, like, okay, why is it bothering you? So, it, I have gotten better with it. And I think you do get better once you allow yourself to feel that. You right. know? Because I bet if you're upset and you kind of don't really know what it's about, and Stephanie asks you, like, what's wrong? And you're like, nothing. Yeah. But then really, there, it, there is something. Right. But you probably don't even know what it is. You probably no. got annoyed by something, but you don't know what it is. Yeah. I, I mean, I, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I, 
So I understand. So I'm starting to learn like that nothing is something. Mm-hmm. But when I try to find out what that nothing is, like Stop. my mind just mm-hmm. every fucking. And that's why I'm trying to ask you: Does that get better? Because there's been there are certain times where I'm like I I'm able to connect something now, right? Mm-hmm. So like for instance, like. <clears throat> Like when I see another photographer take a gym from me and I'm super fucking mad. I'm like, why am I mad? Is it the money? Is it this? Is it that? Or when I see a photographer do really, really well, it's like, and like now I realize my mom used to compare me all the mm-hmm. time to my cousins. Oh, your my co- God, oh, your yes. cousin has a house already. Your cousin has this already. Your cousin has a new car. Your cousin has that. You're, you're, you know, this and this and that, you know, and she would compare all the time. So that's mm-hmm. one thing that I figured out. But what I'm telling you, it took me so fucking long to figure that out. Like, why? You know uh-huh. what I mean? I actually was going to send you something today. I'm not sure if I sent it to you now or not, but it was basically about that. Like, um, this was specifically to coaching because this person's like a life coach, I guess. But um, she's like, why do you get mad when someone that filled out the like the website like page and like <laughs> didn't end up following? Through? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what? Like because that stuff does bother me. Yeah. You know, and it's just like it's it's an imposter thing. It's an imposter syndrome. You feel like you're not good enough. And at the same time, it's like, yes. And I say it all the time, like the people that are here, are the people that are meant to be here. Like, these members are meant to be here. So what do I care if this freaking person that drinks so much on the weekend and smokes cigarettes before class and, like, you know, no, no shade or whatever, but, like, that's not what I want here. Right. So, like, what do I care right that, that they join another yeah. gym? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's it's I'm glad that you figured that out because it is. It's imposter syndrome, and it usually stems from, like, your mom being like, oh, see, la muchacha ya tiene su carrito, blah, blah, yeah, blah. You know what I mean? Crazy, like, yeah. And I'd be like, what the heck? Like, you just told me to save money. You know, yeah, or, or it was yeah. always something like that. Um, but, yeah, I feel you. I yeah. feel you. But, yes, there's always something. Right, and that's, why I'm, and that's where I'm like, I wonder if it gets better because, like, like, fuck, like, the dishes aren't washed. Why does that fucking trigger me? You know what I mean? Like, what, what's the you what's the thing? That, that you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, that and that's what I'm saying. Like, what I'm saying is like, what? Why does that trigger me? Like, and I and that's where like all, all my past just go over. I'm just like, why does that? You know, where does it lead up to? You know, and I'm just like, so hopefully, like, it's a lot of mom and dad stuff, yo. Yeah, it is. It is a lot of it's, mom and dad I stuff. I hate it. Presley's so good about being like, oh, you're tired. I'll cook dinner. Oh, like he cooked dinner and be like, I'll wash the dishes. Like you lie down. And like he like and then like let's just say he doesn't put the eucalyptus on the shower hair. <laughs> like, you didn't do this? Like I get so upset. Yeah, yeah. But he literally just did all this stuff and it's like because my mom always demanded perfection. Yeah. Like I could have cleaned the whole house, but let's say I didn't like close the bread properly. Like, oh, you freaking didn't do it. Oh, dude, I fucking hated that, dude. And I think that, yeah, like, I am so hard on myself and I'm so hard on the people around. It's because my freaking mom. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, there, there's so many things that you kind of just, like, when they tell you that you have to, like, learn new, you know, everything, unlearn what your parents like. Like, you literally have to. Yeah, rewire yourself, your mind. Because I'm like, man, like, he did everything. And then I'm like, no, why am I mad? This is so dumb. Like, why can't I do it? <laughs> Right, like, like he literally just did all this stuff. Like, why can't I do it? That's hilarious. That's 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 so funny. I think it's the, and I think that I think that all the time too. Like, I finish washing the dishes, and I tell myself, was that so fucking hard? Was that so fucking hard? Like, why did you get so upset, stomping all the way to the sink? And oh, you know I what I mean? You're like, 
and I'm just like, this I is, bet you were even saying stuff under your breath. Yeah, I was like, this is like the fifth time I did this today, or something. You know oh what I mean? Like, God. I'm just like, I'll punch you in the face. Yeah, so like, and it, it, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, like, there's always a saying oh that like that I kind of like saying, like, is this gonna matter like in five years? You know, mm-hmm. and it kind of that's helped me like get over things. You know what I mean? So like, that's something that I always kind of tell myself. But like, and it's so interesting for somebody like yourself that you're so in tune with your emotions that you're able to like just be like, okay, let me stop think about it where did yeah. it come where does this come from you know when other people like myself are like okay why am i feeling this or why is this trigger i'm barely like on the trigger spot like area you know like yeah whoa i'm mad you know people think you get mad just because you get mad but yeah, like, like that's something something's yeah, in yeah, there yeah. something's going on something is is happening yeah and i'm just like so yeah that's uh so before we finish uh what is there anybody out there like influencers or books or anything that you kind of like like that don't have that full toxic positivity i do do have some and i will guide you guys um because we do have a few minutes i love liz listens um yeah she's really good about that stuff Uh, she's on instagram i like um mindful movement i like um Vienna, God, what is her name? Hold on, because she's good as far as relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my, she's mindful movement. Um, and there's a couple more, and I, I guess we could put them out in the show notes. But it's not always about like we should be in a good mood, and if we're in a bad mood, it's our fault. Because at the end of the day, what you're blaming is like child you. Yeah. And that's not fair. And it's also not fair to be like, oh, it's because of your parents. Like everyone. Is just doing their best right and we're all trying to you know and especially as people of color i think that it's all this talk about like boundary setting and blah 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 like that could also make us feel conflicted inside because we are meant to be a family mm-hmm. unit we're meant to be social people with like a you know a community right and so it can feel isolating like oh i've cut off all these people from my life where it's like that did that solve the problem or did that just allow you to run? Right. Um, so I think that these specific people that I'll mention to um, really teach you how to either like navigate their relationship or realize like, oh, no, it's more harmful than than positive and then let them go. You know, so it's 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 a journey. You know, that's what it is. It's a journey. Nice. Cool. So. Yeah, guys, we didn't have this direction. We started off with this going to be a Jim Jones episode, but I didn't want to talk about Jim Jones. I We talk about Jim Jones a lot because that's like Susie's I actually had Preston watch. He's not my man. (laughs) She would totally fall for Jim Jones, like, not like like romantically. I'm saying like his his woos and like you're in my cult. Yes, and it's crazy. Like, we'll talk about Jim Jones another time. I had Presley see it. He's like, that's insane. I'm like, I know. I'm like, but to me, cults are fascinating because you always feel like, oh, I wouldn't fall for it. Right? Like, right. You, think, like you think the best of yourself. Like, nah. Like, I wouldn't fall for it. Like, yeah, what? Right, like, right, right. <laughs> but here, he can convince over 900 people to commit suicide. Yeah. That's like, insane, dude. That's crazy. You think you wouldn't. Right. But, I, I mean, I know. I'm, I'm susceptible to that stuff because I don't have a strong sense of self. You know? Or I didn't. I think it's much better than before but even though i'm a strong personality having a strong sense of self is different 
And I think that that's what a lot of people think. Like, oh, that person was about this, and that person was so educated, and that person came from a great family, and that person was on their own since they were 15. <laughs> but really, you don't know. Yeah. And so um, next time we'll talk about right. Jim Jones. All right, guys. So <laughs> next time, you already heard it here, Jim Jones episode Jim next. Jones, so all right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Peace. Bye. Bye.